Damn. Oh my god. That's like, fuck. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, no, that's, oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, that's so bad. Shit. Uh, what can we do here? Oh no. Oh my god. No. Oh my uh, fucking god. Okay, oh, um, this is really bad. Anonymous. I guess this might be season two. Yeah. Is it technically? Season, I don't know. It's a new year. Right. New. Getting uh, close. New year, new you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, will you introduce yourself, please? Sure. And tell, and tell the listeners your role in this, <laughs> at, like, in, a, in addition to being a guest. Mm-hmm. Just... Do the thing. All right, I'll do the thing. <laughs> um, my name is Vasilis Fotopoulos. I am the new editor, producer... Of this podcast. <laughs> of Al Anonymous. That's why it sounds so good now. <laughs> Thank it's, you. I'm, I'm trying. It's, uh, it's great. It's really fun. I think I told Al a while ago I really believed in it. And I stopped drinking the same like week that you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah which Wild. Is nuts. In which, 2018. Yeah, which was like a... Crazy dry wave, because I feel like a lot of people stopped at that same time. Yeah, I kind of feel like that, too. I don't know what was going on. Everyone got fed up at the same time. Yeah, I feel like everyone was having, like, maybe the worst year of their life. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 2018 was really shitty. 2019 Mm -hmm. was really shitty. My brother died that year. And then this year has been what it is. Right. Angelic. Yeah. Just a good time all the way through. But now... Well, when this is like up, it is 2021. Yeah. And oh, yeah, this is the new year episode. Yeah. Right? All right. Cool. That's why I'm like, is it a new season? Yeah, sure. Why not? Season two. Yeah. We got the doc now. Yeah. So season two. Oh my God. <laughs> Vasilis uh, really got us organized. Also, listeners, if you received your packages, I hope you did. It took us 10 hours to put those together. Yeah. Thank you for subscribing. Home Alone 2 accompanied that. Yeah, great. I watched the whole movie as if it were a podcast, actually. I don't think I looked up once. Yeah, me neither. Because I just like have that movie memorized in my <laughs> yeah. head. I think I looked at the pigeon lady a couple times. Oh, I didn't part. even look at her. I mean, I'm looking at her right now in my mind. I know yeah. exactly what she looks like. Yeah, you have the whole thing memorized? Yeah. That's amazing. When I was a hostess at this restaurant in New Haven, I used to watch... Um, clueless in its entirety in my head to pass the time oh that's crazy because i think i have that one memorized too one time um my girlfriend julia took me to a showing of Macbeth in a shipping container wow and um sorry if they're listening yeah it was it was the most like horrible performance of any form i've ever seen mm-hmm. and in high school i got dragged to a jack johnson concert wow i mean that doesn't sound that bad no all. no it was rest. that sounds cool <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but the the Macbeth, it was like everyone's screaming and it was resonating in, in the this. ship and and yeah. with you as like an audio person, those probably my ears were in hell for yeah, sure. Um, nails on the chalkboard. But I had to like listen to records in my mind to get through it. Oh wow! To just pass the time because we were they closed it, they trapped it. Weird. They trapped us in there. Oh, wow. That is definitely a pre-COVID situation. Oh, yeah. Big time. So luckily, you'll never have to do that again. (laughs) totally. No one will ever (laughs) have to do that. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Is Macbeth even, like, interesting? Well, they they did... I don't remember Macbeth. I mean, I'm sure it is. I'm not... I remember Hamlet. Yeah. I could probably, like, read that in my head. Right, right. That would have been a good thing to do during this, probably. Yeah, watch Hamlet instead in your mind. They were also, there was like a few of them and they were changing characters the whole time. So if they were like, if I'm wearing a scarf, oh, I that means. That. <laughs> yeah, it was so. Keep your low budget productions mm, like to yourselves and yeah. like just do your little talent show amongst your friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I want to give them credit for going for it. but Yeah, it was... no, I'm just kidding, obviously. I love DIY projects. Oh, uh, I know. This it's little podcast started as a DIY, it still is a DIY project. Yeah. But now I have a partner. <sighs> Yes. Yeah, that's you. An employee. I'm just kidding. You're not my employee. <laughs> employee. We, right, I'll start calling you boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never want to be a boss. I was thinking, I've thought about it a lot because I've had, you know, jobs, mm-hmm. which suck. <laughs> and I came to the conclusion that I'd literally rather be an intern mm-hmm. than a boss ever. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't like. Have you ever supervised people? Um, well, I babysit. Okay, yeah. But that's like a little different. And I kind of just treat them as my, like, they're my friends and not like I'm a person. I mean, they know I'm a person of authority Mm -hmm. and they have to listen to me, but uh, it's not like they're they're working for me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You're you're their employee in some way. I I am. Or it's like customer service. (laughs) Sure (laughs) is. Not really. Eh. It's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. But like having some, like if I wasn't happy with how you produce, I probably wouldn't be able to like tell you because I would feel weird about you, it. You should though. I love the way you produce. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> I love the song so much. Oh yeah, that is Louis Glaser. Dude, good job, Louis. That yeah, thing isn't it rules. great? Yeah, I love, I love, I've been like... Trying to throw little effects on it. I think it's really fun. Oh, yeah. And I, I just, haven't noticed. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah. No, I just really appreciate that track. It's really, really well made. I know. He did a good job. He has, he has like all the good equipment uh, stuff. Okay. He's like a music guy, too. He had the same mic that you're using now. Uh-huh. That's a good mic. Oh, yeah. I left that episode with Louie, actually. Yeah, that was super funny. He was like, we don't have to record if you don't want. And then I was like, no, 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 let's record. And then we zoomed, and he was like full set up with the microphone, uh, yeah. and I was oh, like, "Aw, I appreciated that." Yeah, that was probably the easiest one to throw together. Also, you guys just kind of flowed, so there was mm-hmm. no like our back and forth is good. Yeah, I, I, before I started this podcast, I was trying and trying and trying to get him to start one with me. Oh, really? Yeah, but he was like, "I have my own stuff to do." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Louie yeah. and I are we're good. Cool. And I enjoy, I I like this podcast. Yes. Sober people, but also not sober people. Louis is not sober. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for hopping aboard. Yeah. 
You know, it, I, um, so we're both, it's actually really cool that we're both sober. Yeah, totally. I, Forrest, um, suggested this a while ago and I'm glad, I think he's the one that. Thank you, Forrest. Thanks Forrest. You definitely don't listen, but thank you. <laughs> Forrest, <laughs> sobriety and Forrest. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Forrest has put me in so many bad situations because of <laughs> his non-sobriety. Oh yeah. Or also in just like being himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's always a leader into tricky situations. Yeah. But he really is. He makes things like so much more difficult than anything needs to be <laughs> ever. I love how before we started this, we're like, we can talk shit about four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I miss him. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. He's in Costa Rica. Yeah. I mean, 2021 right now. It's January. Yeah. True. Wow. Yeah. Season two. Well, well, yeah, no, stop drinking two years ago. I was, uh, it came from a, a hangover coming back from Portugal mm-hmm. because I went with my friend Nathan and my girlfriend Julia and we were having this really classy, mellow trip. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was like, oh my God, find a club and get obliterated yeah. and oh do just whatever. I just wanted chaos. You've never told me this. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No. And so the whole time <laughs> we'd be going to these like nice dinners. And I would just be like jumping out of your skin, jumping out of my fucking yeah. Skin. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm I relate to them <laughs> so much. And I mean, they're both like wonderful, and it was like good company. But I couldn't yeah. relax. And um, uh huh. And then we uh, we had a, a situation where we lost the keys to our rental car in a city a few hours above or north of Lisbon. Uh huh. And it was like this whole ordeal. And then when we got back to lisbon by train because we had to leave the car christ uh we went to this bar and i just like seized on the opportunity kind of and Mm -hmm. we all just got like super tanked and then went to the airbnb and there was champagne stashed around the Mm -hmm. airbnb and then we just got like heroically fucked up and uh and then on the left the car yeah. And they just <laughs> never saw the car again. That was the end of that car. <laughs> it was like we even got a locksmith because Julia had this towel she got in, in Greece that, that she, she really loved. Yeah. And I went to get her the towel and I, I knew the keys weren't going to be in the car. And uh-huh. the, the locksmith felt so bad for me. He like gave me a hug and oh. was like, I'm sorry. But and then you got super fucked up. Yeah. Then we got fucked up. And then the next day we were so hungover and she was like, crying in the airport because we were just all in so much pain yeah and i think i got a cocktail on the flight home but i like knew i'm like that that's the end of this wow this wasn't even yeah it's crazy when there's like the clarity where you're like i Mm -hmm. this no more yeah my life is getting bad this is bad yeah it was and at that point it was like i was getting so hungover that I needed like a recovery day. Like two I would yeah. need. One or two a week. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So. Also, I to circle back to your like jumping out of your skin. Like yeah. I I remember how hard it was for me to not drink and hang out with people and like do nice Dude. things. Yeah. I would just be like, okay, yeah, but like, is there alcohol? Like where can <laughs> when are yeah. we getting a like we, let's get a drink first? Like obviously. Right. Like, um it's that's so long ago it feels wild yeah but i but when you said that i totally remember that feeling right because like at the time and just being like how can anyone enjoy like this you couldn't i couldn't fathom it i was always like so the the bigger drinker 
among the bigger drinkers in our friend group. And uh, yeah, same. Yeah. And like, you know, we loved the trashy element of it in college and we get 40s and shit oh, all yeah. the time. And I still, like I was, I was telling you a little while ago, that's the thing I crave the most is like malt liquor. Wow. I, I, I don't know what I crave. Maybe a martini, just like the glass. I should probably just get like <laughs> yeah. a martini glass and drink right. water out of it. Yeah. Maybe there's like substitute gin now. Right. There yeah. is. There yeah. is. Oh, okay. You have, don't you have like substitute whiskey? Yeah, I have a substitute somewhere? whiskey. Which is like, it's really funny because it just, it on its own, it tastes like nothing. But mixed with a drink, it tastes like a bad whiskey drink. That's cool. Like it has the smell of like, I don't know. What's like a shitty whiskey? Jim Beam? Mm. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I, you could probably like trick yourself into getting drunk. Maybe. I mean, not that that's awesome, but. <laughs> yeah. But it's a one way through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone is co- trying to cope. Yeah. I I go back to this. It's funny that you like, it's an airport situation. That was like mm-hmm. your last, last hurrah. You, the opposite of a hurrah. Yeah. Um. Whenever I have the urge to drink, which is uh, less frequent than it ever has been. That's the crazy part. Right? It yeah. gets so much easier as you go on. Right. Everyone listening, trying to get sober. I swear. I know it's a thing that everyone says it gets easier, but it really does. Yeah. It's actually really cool how it works. Yeah. Like your tolerance gets higher. Totally. Your tolerance for sobriety. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In the same way, well, that was the that was the. I kind of knew I was going to stop, or I had a feeling because um, alcohol wasn't doing what it was supposed to anymore. Right. And like drinking more wasn't getting it me wasn't there. Working. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what was funny about that last party because I was like, I remember I was like, yeah, we should be having really like wild conversations, and we should mm-hmm. be like saying crazy shit and like saying exposing ourselves in a funny way but it like wasn't getting there no matter how drunk we got and yeah, i was like there's just nothing there's nothing it just is dark yeah, yeah. you get to a point where you know enough you're done enough mm-hmm. is enough and like it's not gonna get better right if i keep doing this there's no revelation yeah but what yeah. i wanted to say right oh yeah airport something that i think about when i get the urge to drink is this horrible time Sean and I were supposed to go to L.A. with Mm -hmm. Louie and meet Louie there, who was already there and got the Airbnb. But there was a blizzard. So we were snowed in JFK for over 24 hours. When was this? A few years, like four years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. But we got snowed in and I just got so, so, so drunk. Just I was drunk the entire time I was there. Oh, damn. And I was a nightmare for Sean to deal with. I can't even believe he still talks to me after that. Like, yeah. I just think about how I was like throwing food, like a, cr- it, it was so bad. I threw oh, a sandwich fuck. at him. Oh, really? I threw a sandwich. Yeah. In the food court? No, whatever. like, yeah, just like, I, it, it was bad. Yeah. It was really hell on earth. Dude, that's an interesting point that there is some connection with like problems with drinking in airports because for me, that was a place where I felt like I could let go because it's kind of associated yeah, no with each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to say that like money doesn't exist in an airport. You just yeah, um, you're just supposed to get drunk. You buy your like twenty five dollar burger mm-hmm. and like as many beers as you can. Yeah, not to like be too much of a downer, but I um, had a really good friend that died when I was <clears throat> I was like twenty, I think. 
And I'm sorry. It's and but like it was like maybe a year after when I was like going home for Thanksgiving and I was at an airport and I it was like one of those just let go times that turned into yeah. um I remember I was drinking like bloody marys and uh and then the next thing I know I was crying telling the bartender oh. about it and then yeah. the next thing I know I wake up on the plane and uh someone's like you're in my seat. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, where are you trying to go? And I'm like, I'm trying to go to Pullman. And they're like, you're in Pullman. Oh my God. And I was like, oh fuck. And I just get up and it was a full plane leaving oh my to God. go back to Seattle. And I was the only one there and I was conked out and they were like waiting for me. And oh. then, so I got out and, uh, Oh, that's a dark story. Dude, it was fucked. It was, that was is really, yeah, it was heavy. That was like a, whoa, that's a scary one. Yeah. I don't know how it worked out. I don't know who got me on that plane. But that was like, there's probably like three or four moments of abandon where you're like, like, how did this work out? Yeah. At the end of my drinking, I would wake up every single morning and just try to remember how I got into my bed and just Uh, be so thankful that I was in my bed because I would be like, where am I first and foremost? Right. And that became a daily thing yeah where i like had to and and when i couldn't remember what i did the night before it was so scary definitely it was so scary it was such an accomplishment when i could remember yeah and that yeah that was like toward the end of my drinking where i was like this is not a way to live at all this is bad blacking out sort of turns into like a part of the process where you just sort of like expect not to know the ending yeah well the same thing happened to me like uh a classic like alcoholic symptom mm-hmm. was that the alcohol stopped working. So I would right. need like at least 10 vodka sodas to feel it for it to work. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I would be 12 vodka sodas deep and instant blackout would yeah. happen. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's really dark. I know. I, yeah, I, I was, I was um bartending by the end of grad school and, was just kind of spending i don't know well i wasn't spending i didn't have to like spend money on alcohol anymore and right. as long as i was like in this place and it was sort of just the the go-to um and then i would like kind of show up and hang with like the friends that were bartending there and i would know that i could get like an infinite amount but i, I don't even yeah. know if i thought about it consciously but it's just like oh yeah i don't want to have to pay for it yeah but, i mean paying for drinks sucks right I was spending so much money. Yeah. So much money. Even when, and the bartenders would really never hook me up. That sucks. I know. Yeah. I feel like that's, that was the main, by the end, I would like know the bars that I could go to, to drink for free just because there'd be like one homie there and like I could. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) nice for you. I I spent so much money on booze for like no reason. I still would too. I'd do both. Money we can't get back, but. Yeah, we're well. getting we're getting days back where we're we're sober. Yeah. And it's cool. It is cool. I'm proud of us. I am too. It's a weird I think about the evolution a lot. Because like I've been I've been with Julia for four years and the first two years I was really drunk. Uh-huh. And I would get mad at her for not wanting to like stay party. out and party. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then this like, like it, it was half. really like an issue if someone didn't wanna like party yeah. or drink or like I was like, I can't do that sober. Right. 
it was such an issue. Yeah, it's like annoying. You, yeah, They're it was like, annoying. Why are you being annoying? Yeah. <laughs> it was so annoying. It's hilarious. And boring. It was just boring. Yeah. I think that is a huge part of it. Just like being that feeling of boredom or just restlessness that mm-hmm. comes out of it. You're just like, and I like for me when I was in my early 20s and I would turn into a werewolf or whatever, mm-hmm. um, people would always be like, you're so different when you're like super fucked up. And, oh man. And I feel like it's been since quitting, like trying to find out how to access that, like right, that, that version of you uh-huh. in a healthy way. Yeah. That's like having fun and yeah. reckless in a fun way. You know, people would just say that I act the same, which was terrifying oh, because I would be blacked out yeah. and no one would know. Yeah. So I just like say, I don't, I have no idea what I would say, but they wouldn't right. think that I was blacked out because of course I was drinking alone, you know? Yeah. I was drunk all the time. But you had like just really good composure. I I don't, I mean, I like to say that, but I'm sure I, <laughs> I'm sure like, uh-huh. I didn't, I just, I didn't get like rambunctious or like, yeah. I, there wasn't a different side of me unless I was like crying or throwing a sandwich or something. Yeah, right. But uh, to go back to the, so the first two years you would get annoyed with Julia for yeah. Not wanting to party. And then two years you've been sober. Right. Has been. I don't get annoyed about that anymore. Your tolerance is higher for sobriety. Right. It is. Well, I mean, and one thing like she told me like the first month after she's like, you've actually done the things you talk about doing. Mm. You've like done more this month than you have in the last two years. Yeah. And I felt like that was that's probably the thing that keeps me going. Not that, you know, it's not as tempting, I guess, because, yeah, over time, the tolerance. But mm-hmm. you um, you can kind of check things off your list and it doesn't feel like you're starting over all the time. Yeah. I think that's the coolest part. Yeah. Because I think something about the blackout and the missing a day or missing two days uh-huh. is what... You can't get anything done when you have a hangover. Right. And then you have this thing like, next week, mm-hmm. I'm going to do all this stuff. Yeah. All this great and stuff. And also th- to fill like the gaps of other... Which would was like in, a, in our other lives was bo- we'd see as boring or annoy- annoying, mm-hmm. like not drinking. Yeah. You kind of cherish that time as like a time that you can like get things done. Yeah. And you can fill that time with like hobbies and things that you like to do, yeah. which is really cool. Right. I can do things that I like doing yeah. now. Like I never did that before because yeah. I only liked getting drunk. That was the right. only thing I liked to do. Yeah, I had, I had no hobbies. I would just like, either, be working or drunk. Yeah, same. I and, couldn't wait. Oh my god! Yeah. Like getting home, it'd be like mm-hmm. the greatest. Yeah, I had no hobbies, and now I have so many, and I like read and. Yeah. People who are getting sober, this is a place that you can get to. Hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people are doing Sober January. Oh, is that a thing now? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. There's like Sober January, Sober October. Yeah. That's where I started. Yeah. Because like... That's a big one. I think that it's hard to quit on your birthday month. Or I think people think about things like holidays and their birthdays. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't do it now. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was like something... Sober October would always be... Like, my birthday's the end of October. And right. so I'd be like, oh, I can't do it. I feel it. And, like, Halloween is the last day. Yeah. And you can really, like, become 
the werewolf or whatever and like <laughs> let out that side of you or whatever side uh-huh. you want. Oh my God, I hate Halloween. You do? I really can't stand people in costumes and in character. Yeah, character is tough. I, and like <laughs> there's something like when you dress up as like something that you kind of can't help it, but yeah. like get into character and it just sickens me. <laughs> yeah. And the secondhand embarrassment that I feel is so right. powerful and it's like, Disgusting. Yeah, just being on the sub. Like I subway. feel like I feel like I'm in that like shipping unit of Macbeth. <laughs> yeah. Like right now, just thinking about it. Oh yeah, it's bad. I just yeah, and I don't like when people wear masks. I don't like when people play like pranks or like try to scare you. I just <laughs> yeah. I've never liked Halloween. Oh, that's so funny. I, yeah, but the, the people in character, I just can't handle it. Yeah, it disgusts me. No, totally. Because it's not like you're not falling for the illusion. It's like a vampire at a shitty railroad apartment or yeah, something. Yeah, and also it's a holiday for children. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Man, do you remember that? Like mid, or just just being in New York and trying to get up to a somewhere in the subway and Halloween and it's just like. Yeah, disgusting. Fucking pretty wretched. Yeah. And you want to be in a good mood because it's a holiday. Uh-huh. It's know. like New Year's Eve. Yeah, what are, you, what are you doing for New Year's this year? Um, Probably nothing. Yeah, probably me too. Yeah, I think having very low expectations for yeah. everything is the key to having a good time. Mm-hmm. Just being pleasantly surprised. Right. Um, so that's how I'm going into this year. Mm-hmm. I have very low expectations. Right. <laughs> but I'm just going to like keep powering through. And take all the good things yeah. as a nice gift. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A gift. Halloween was cool this year because I just watched... Audition, which is like a really weird movie. Oh, I had that on DVD. Really? Yeah. I never saw it before. Um, it's it's wild. <laughs> it is. I was really into um, for a little while. I was into movies that take place in one room. Oh yeah. I don't know if Audition is one of them, but I watched Audition when I was I saw Battle Royale, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is the coolest thing ever yeah. in high school, and I got Audition. That's awesome. But I got into a, like a severe depression a few years ago where I could only watch uh, movies that took place in one room and I watched like all of them. Was it coming from just staying at home all the time? Maybe it was during the being... pandemic. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. That's a cool, I, <laughs> that's I a have cool like, depression I have like themed, playlist. I have themed like depression spells. Oh, cool. Like post breakup depression, I'll just like uh, submerge 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 myself in like uh holocaust stuff oh wow. like i'll only watch like schindler's list whoa yeah it's dark wait did you see a movie called what happened was that's like a really wild oh, mid 90s kind of like independent is it art movie. is it an end of the world one no it's just like this uh i think it's this couple or there's two people about to have a one night stand and then their dynamic just changes really crazily where the guy thinks he's in control and then eventually the woman sort of like comes off as really dark and then oh cool i've never met anyone that's seen it and i don't even remember where i saw it but yeah i've never seen that one pretty good one room i watched like cube and I oh can't dude i love cube i know <laughs> oh, it was crazy it fucked me up actually oh, that's a good one it was a really good flavor of depression yeah i was really spiraling <laughs> i didn't want to do anything but just like be isolated like yeah. with, that wasn't even my own isolation Someone has anyone is- not been depressed when watching cube when settling on cube good question i wonder yeah yeah i'm gonna watch 
this like <laughs> yeah That's cube awesome. i had a good depression where i watched um like 70s bbc shows wow like there's one called the owl service that's about these people that find like haunted plates in their attic Mm -hmm. these like beautiful british kids yeah (laughs) like or not kids but um yeah and oh yeah i'll have like a british thing i've had like a british flavored depression spell yeah that's that's a great (laughs) that's a good one yeah it's really it's definitely like escapist behavior Mm -hmm. that you go to when you're not drinking that's yeah that's the kind of thing like that's hard to mitigate is um i wasn't sure if when i stopped drinking the escapism would solve itself yeah and it does not yeah Yeah. i'm glad you brought that up it really doesn't it and i guess that's what in in the program they would call dry drunk which is like not it's it means that you're not drinking so it's like, congratulations, you're not drinking, but you're also not like changing your life. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Which I mean, congratulations, you're not drinking is huge. Mm-hmm. For, for Like to me, I, not drinking is huge. Yeah. Uh, it was just like another thing I had with the program, just the work that you were putting in was like never enough. Like there was always more you could do toward like yourself yeah. and sobriety and being of service to others, which which is great. Mm-hmm. And and working on yourself is really important to me. The program but, intimidated me because it seems like a full time It is. That yeah. that's what they want. Like yeah. Because I guess it's, it's like full to distract cult. you to like you always be doing the work, uh-huh. doing different work, right? Yeah. So that's supposed to keep you from drinking? Yeah, you can get addicted to AA. Damn. Like, totally. Whoa. I, I know. But that. that's, um, <laughs> like, most cults, they'll, uh, <laughs> pr- like, cult leaders will prey on on addicts. Um, yeah. Or recovering addicts because they know, like, how vulnerable right. and susceptible to, to obsession yeah. that they are than others do you think aa maybe had a heyday when it was more i don't know what the word honorable to people's i mean probably like when like during the 70s when all the cults were happening i'm sure it was like huge then Mm -hmm. because it is so culty yeah uh i mean i i love it and i was when i was really into it i was like yeah i'm in a cult but it's a cool cult you know right right but yeah, that just like the guilt aspect and, and like not doing enough. Like I, I'm already so hard on myself. I don't need to like feel it from right. my peers too. Like, come on. Yeah. But for a lot of people it works and having a sponsor is the only thing that does work. Right. You know, but whatever keeps you from not drinking, I think is good. Yeah. I don't I actually can't even explain why the hangover after portugal was different from like any of the other ones uh-huh. like i don't know what i guess it was because it was like so drastic um but i don't know why it was possible to right. stop yeah um, at that time because it's I, I time never it's time it. yeah yeah i think so i never expected that to happen i tried quitting once but i i kind of knew that I, I wasn't like my heart wasn't in it yeah i was like this is just like a break whatever right um, but the second time, this time around, it stuck mm-hmm. and I knew it would. Yeah. And you just kind of know. Yeah, you do. You just kind of know. I was like having regrets about 
bartending during the end of my um, school. I felt like I didn't get, like it was such a fucking giant investment. And I felt like I was still skating a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then when I got my job, I was really excited about, <clears throat> I was like just still doing coke and staying up late, <laughs> like for the first summer. And I yeah. had like a postmortem with my boss about it. And he's like, I really thought you were on drugs. Wow. And you and you were. And I like kind of was. Yeah. And I got to talk to him about it, which was funny. But that's wild. Yeah. It was interfering with my job. I just like would wake up at like 2 p.m. and be like, oh, shit. I'm not at work right now. (laughs) Dude, but there's a part of you in in the time you're kind of like, well, isn't doesn't everyone sometimes get up at 1 p.m.? Like everybody gets one of these a month. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, but it was definitely no more than like once a month. It was right, getting right. like bad. I mean, same. Maybe once a week, like one bad day a week. Yeah, or more, yeah. I, I've definitely lost jobs because of my alcoholism. Really? I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Damn. I know. Well, here we are now. Yeah. We should be here now. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, the evolution of stopping is like. I think the things that keep that kept me from doing it is worrying about losing friends and worrying about like not being more involved with like nightlife stuff. And I think those things were true, but it was more okay. Right. That they were true. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what everyone says when uh, you're getting sober. It's like, you're probably going to lose friends. Right. Like your drinking buddies. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I've found that to be untrue that's cool because i was like i'm not gonna lose friends you don't understand like i have the best friends yeah you have like such an ultimate crew of friends yeah i have a i'm so lucky i have like the support system that i have with my friend group Mm -hmm. forest he he was like he's like one of the biggest advocates for my sobriety the first time around like i got evicted from my place Mm -hmm. i was living at my mom's upstate and i like came down here to look for an apartment and I was sleeping on his couch uh, for that for that time. I was looking at apartments, and he got all of this like sleep, these sleep drinks and like melatonin and everything. Yeah. And he was like, "This is so you don't drink because I know that sleeping is hard for you." And I was like, "Oh my god, that's, so, that's sweet. so sweet." Yeah, he's such a good friend. I know. Yeah, yeah people listening, if, if your um, loved ones are getting sober. Sleep is an issue, just so you know, and yeah. just be patient with with them because they're definitely not getting enough sleep and they're having a really hard time as it is. For some reason, that didn't get me too bad, and I'm not sure why. Because I'm like, you know, call back to the episode with Zach, the mm-hmm. diurnal supremacist. Yeah, I, that spoke to me so much, and I'm I'm such a like night owl. Night, me too. <clears throat> I am a night owl. Yeah, by name. But like, I don't know, for summer, I think the sleep I was getting after a while just felt so good. Right. That it, like um, that maybe it was tough at first. And like not waking up with a hangover. Yeah. 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 Like real, real nice, good sleep. And like having good time. skin yeah. and like being refreshed. Is <laughs> right. So nice. Dude, the pictures of me in Portugal are sad. I just look like a fucking would, bloated asshole. And I hate it. Yeah. I hate seeing old photos of me too, yeah. actually. Yeah sad that's rough i know i lost 40 pounds damn um gained some of it back yeah i lost i lost a ton of weight when i stopped drinking well it was 
it coincided with my brother dying and yeah. me getting on new medicine and 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 quitting drinking all at once. So mm-hmm. I, just, I just like lost, I think, probably forty pounds. Fuck, yeah, really, That's awesome. really yeah, yeah, really fast. Yeah, it's a really solid side effect. Yeah, um, but, but anyway, it's a it's a cool, very cool solid side effect well mm-hmm. i lost too much because i was like going through a thing yeah but you look great thank you drinking makes you hotter <laughs> i mean not drinking oh my god re-edit re-edit delete that <laughs> not drinking makes you hotter yeah but, but it's funny that, wow that uh that slip <laughs> we were talking about uh 21 year olds who don't drink who have never drank in their life and we're like that's not cool well (laughs) (laughs) like drinking drinking is cool doing drugs and drinking is cool that's how we we did it because it was cool i feel it's 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 almost like not that it's i mean not to negate that but it's (laughs) because it's pretty cool but like it's almost like a bummer that they don't have, seek oblivion, right? Even yeah. if it's temporary, even if it's just a they haven't times. they haven't lived enough yet. I yeah. think to be like really like torn down as a as right. an individual, they'll get there. Yeah, I think so. they'll too. get there. One they will another. be driven to to seek oblivion. <laughs> yeah, or eventually, it happens to everyone. You know, right? I think it's humbling to it is. to have these like catastrophic moments like i feel like it's probably better if you avoid them but having experienced some of these and walked away as long as you're not you know yeah that unsafe it's pretty it's a it's a i don't know i think it turns out to be a strength if you can manage it Mm -hmm. which it it, yeah it makes you a stronger person if you can get past it and like keep keep going yeah and to not like spiral into it right but also, I'm. I wonder. I just. I feel like I've heard some of this, and I'm maybe making some assumptions. But like the reason for kids not drinking, being like anxiety about like their friends filming them or something, or uh-huh. doing something embarrassing, and like that showing up because like the permanence. Oh, of that is a real footprint. fear that the, this generation has. I've been. I feel like I. Wow. I've been told this. I don't know if it's. I mean, I believe it. I believe it. But it's sad to think that you would be like, oh, everyone's a security camera, so I can't, Uh you know, go crazy. Right, right. going crazy is nice. Yeah, I mean, my my drinking got dark when I was just drinking alone. Yeah. Drinking with friends is cool. No, I'm... I'm, (laughs) (laughs) That's too. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, I'm kidding. But it's just, uh, I feel the same way when I talk to someone... Because once you stop drinking, sober people like just pop up. Like, oh, uh, you're not drinking either. Wow, how yeah. about that? But I always I bet you like get hit ha- up all the time about it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like, I feel like the people who just never liked drinking and it wasn't hard for them to quit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they, it's like they're like stigmatized to me. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm like. Ew. Like, <laughs> you didn't have a problem? How are you even allowed to say that you're sober? You were never an addict. You yeah. Know? Well, I don't but, know. But I, that's like some AA stuff that 
you know, because everyone in purity, I don't know, or I'm just judgmental. And I feel like everyone should be ripped apart by life until they seek oblivion because I've had a hard life, but yeah, (laughs) I know what you mean, but I'm kidding. If you can go through life without having anything, having anything bad to you happen, Mm -hmm. that rules and you should be mad grateful. I always wondered, (laughs) this is going to sound dumb. I don't care. Like I always, when I was in the throes of like drinking a lot, I always thought I couldn't believe pregnant women. I was oh like, God, how do you same. just stop? Like, same. I was like, are they actually like lying? <laughs> yeah. I just didn't. And yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It, it, that was like unfathomable to me too. Right. That was like just my mindset. I remember, so I remember I like wanted to get Botox because I was looking like shit because I was drink. I was drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you get Botox, you can't, drink for 24 hours oh. afterward and yeah. to me that was just preposterous it's unacceptable i was like are you 24 are you kidding me <laughs> like that was that was impossible yeah that was an impossible thought that's so funny yeah i know wild yeah but now i can get botox if i want yeah well i i, I got a um can get all the Botox I want. Yeah, I got a bunch of Botox last night. So nice. I we got a um, Jules's uncle gave us a car over the summer. A really Congratulations. old Corolla. Yeah, thank you. You're it's, welcome. Uh, <laughs> but I never would have had one, and I was always afraid to have one again because I was worried. <laughs> Drunk driving. I was worried. Drunk driving is so bad. <laughs> the worst. It's the worst, thing, it's the thing, worst thing you can do. I mean, this Dude. like goes without saying, but I feel like it needs to be said over yeah. and over. It's so so bad. It's super you unacceptable. Can kill people and yourself, and right. also like if you get caught, it's so expensive. Yeah, it's the perfect terrible thing because you think you rule at driving. You think you're in Mario Kart or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, it it sucks because it feels good in a way that it really shouldn't. I know. And then I know. Um, I used to work in this organic market in Seattle, and I got a beer with a guy after work, and I didn't realize that he was actually tanked. Right. Like fucking tanked. Yeah. And so we get in the car, and all of a sudden he just blasts super chunk, and is going like fifty miles an hour down a residential street. Oh my god! And I was just like, "What the oh, fuck was happening?" God. And then he's just like laughing like a maniac, like a really scary yeah, big laugh. Yeah, that's terrifying. And then like I tell him to pull over, and he just like jolts the wheel, goes over a curb. We go down this hill, oh, crash through someone's backyard fence, no. and then we're just like, it's like a comic, like we're just like no, <laughs> angled into the fence. The car is destroyed. And uh, and then he does the lifts his head and he's like, "What happened?" No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "You fuck, you fucking idiot!" No. <laughs> oh my so god. Bad. That's yeah. That's really bad. Someone could have died. Totally. Like there could have been a kid in the backyard playing. A million, a million variables. And then he calls me at five a.m. and he's just like, "I told him, I told him a bunch of raccoons went in front of the car and they let me go." And then he like tried to brag about his insurance payout. Good. And All I right. told him, I'm never want you to talk to me again. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that, I hate that. I hate that Well, guy. I do hope he's doing better now. Yeah. For the um, safety of him, his, 
his self and others mostly. But yeah. yeah, drinking and driving is really bad. I got two DUIs before I turned 21. Oh, yeah. So if I were to get caught drinking and driving again, I would have to do hard time in jail <laughs> no. because of New York state law. Yeah. If you get three, you have to like go to jail for three years. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> jail. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't believe in jail, but that's for, that's another yeah. conversation for another time, another podcast, perhaps. I guess um, back to the post-drunk evolution. Um, it gets easier. It gets easier. You have regrets, maybe, about, for me, like, wasted time. Yeah, yeah. That really That's hard. why the counting of the days is so um, crucial when you're starting to to build up your sobriety tolerance. Because mm-hmm. you can keep track of days that you get back. Yeah, People. that's interesting. Yeah. Did I, you I, have like a set time? Like I'm going to stop for six months. No, then, yeah, I, so. I knew that this was it. Wow. I, I was just like, nope, I, my life needs to change. Yeah. Like I, I, I needed to change my entire lifestyle because my whole life revolved around drinking. Yeah. Like that's all I did. Right. Yeah. I was working so I could drink. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's dark when you find yourself in the throes of that, but. I think I tried to pass mine off as like, I'm just going to try it for a while Mm because I think I was embarrassed about. Yeah, yeah. I was failing maybe, but yeah, I'm embarrassed about like just saying this set timeline. Mm -hmm. I I like made a podcast as soon as I announced to everyone (laughs) that I was like one day sober. That's awesome. Like I'm going to make a podcast about this. (laughs) Just set it in stone. How can I monetize? (laughs) Yeah. Or get more attention? That (laughs) I'm just kidding. I do this podcast for for others i think it's super helpful it was helpful to me for sure oh yeah Yeah. me too i mean i get a lot out i get just as much out of it as uh the people who write to me and thank you for writing to me you guys uh i see everything that you send and it's very very nice keep sending me emails um and suggestions oh yeah i have a website now it's uh alanonymous.com and you can write to me at help at alanonymous.com. But that's like another project that I'm working on. So awesome. I'm trying to set up a hotline for people. I actually have a phone number. I think it's it's 9203 call Al. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really set it up yet. So no one called that number until I tell you to. <laughs> people will. They'll try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh my God, we didn't even talk about the last time we tried to record. Oh, yeah. Back in 2020. Yeah, well, what the hell? Um, well, we tried. To <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the cold open. Yeah, that's um, why I was like, we're ending. Maybe we'll circle back to it. Yeah, we, we tried to. Well, okay. To preface, last summer, I built a studio in Ridgewood that we're Beautiful recording studio. in right now. Um, and it was a labor of love. Built out the walls, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, when we came in here to record, when was that? End of October, uh, November? End of October. End of October, yeah, because yeah. we were coming up on our on our like two year. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we come into the studio, and <laughs> when we hit record, noticed that the ceiling was melting, mm-hmm. and there was pools of water all splashing. over this very expensive <laughs> yeah, equipment. Over, yeah, it was all over these you know vintage synthesizers and all this shit. Oh, that's what those are. I thought they were keyboards. Oh yeah, they are both. <laughs> but, right. Um, yeah, it was a fucking disaster. And like 
magically first time in my life for sure the the building really stepped up and came and made it look beautiful yeah and the took, landlord like, didn't days. like take advantage of no they were super yeah, cool that's awesome i was really blown away but yeah. but because of that we weren't able to record because it was right. such a drama yeah it was but we were horrible. able to record us freaking out <laughs> yeah the is, best part which is what you heard in the beginning of this mm-hmm i'm glad it's fixed oh i guess this place is kind of like the biggest result of sobriety wow you know and it's so nice that you can like look at it yeah yeah it's it's a good it's a good it's it feels good yeah <laughs> it's a good place even when be. i look at my room being being cleaner like my yeah. bed being made because i'm not in it all day that's so just true. like being able to like see that is is nice damn that's a good point yeah yeah my bed was always just this shamble of mm-hmm <laughs> Oh my god, depression bed. Yeah, it's just like food, and you're just sleeping with all these wires and totally. I I would have like gator empty Gatorade bottles and like (sighs) half open or like tall boys with one sip taken out. Like yeah, I had so many of those. Damn, I guess there's like two things I wanted to bring up. Um, even though I well whatever. Uh, like the the thing that I thought was really crazy was the realization that the way a reward feels in your brain is so subtle like that you don't notice when you're drinking because alcohol just fulfills that so intensely yeah and then when you do little things like making your bed and getting your shit together like after not drinking for a while i think you start to regain some of maybe the receptors that make you feel the reward in a really small Mm -hmm. way Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, I wouldn't even notice this if I yeah. could have a beer. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Um, it really is a a life changing <laughs> yeah. uh, thing to do. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of little things. I don't know. Little, little things. Just my, my life has actually just gotten easier. Yeah. It's easier for me to do things now. Right. And but the warning would be you still get depressed sometimes. Yeah. That, yeah. And. Um, but, it's not like everything magically works out. But. Yeah. So talk to a friend. If you're depressed, you can email me, people. But yeah, I, I don't handle my depression spells as well as I should. It's tough. Yeah. I, another thing to note is when you're first getting sober, everything is amplified. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Like, I was just like so, like, the reason I drank so much was because i hated being around myself i just wanted all my thoughts to stop yeah and i i hated myself i was so miserable did same and i couldn't even imagine like spending time with myself you know mm-hmm. and end of the day yeah the and, feeling of just like the noise in your head yeah and like, i had no hobby it's just drinking so i was like what the hell am i gonna do you know like i'm yeah. just alone with myself right so eventually you do things that fill the time and make you happy and mm-hmm. I love having hobbies. I yeah. I seriously never had them before I got sober. Really? I not all the hobbies I have now. Yeah. Never before. How does it feel becoming an audio nerd? <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> um, like you're excited about a microphone. So yeah, that's a good I, start. it is really cool. I I, I get it now, mm. kind of. I those are synthes- synthesizers, not <laughs> pianos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. I can maybe join, um, an audio subreddit now. I listen to more podcasts than I ever did when I was drinking. That's cool. Cause I, like, I would try to 
watch or read or do something like while I was drunk, but I, I wouldn't remember any of it. Mm -hmm. I just like, I read more. I'm, I'm just like a better person yeah. to myself. I don't, I still need to work on myself. That is a thing to remember. So like not drinking is half of, is like most of it, but then the dealing with life is yeah. a lot of it too. It's still just as, life is still just as fucked up. Yeah, that's the <laughs> but thing. It, but you have like, I don't know, you're just not being hobbled, I guess, on a regular basis for uh -huh. handling it. One thing I'm sad about is I feel like I'm I I wish I had more of those memories back. Right. But I guess you wouldn't have them if you didn't get fucked up in the first place. Yeah. But like a lot of, you know, times in my 20s, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I had a better recollection. Well, of. I have no re recollection, really, except the vines that our friend Forrest saved. Oh, yeah. So I was just constantly being filmed on Vine by my friends, like wasted. Oh, yeah. And I could look back like the next day I would see myself on Vine and I'd be like, holy oh, shit. No. Getting a recap. Like, like uh, Dan and I, we would go to Bazaar and we had, like had no respect for, for the place or like anything or anyone whatsoever. <laughs> we would get our drinks at Bazaar and then we would go outside in the courtyard, uh -huh. finish them in like one gulp and then throw our glasses against the wall, like smash them. You like snuck out the pint glasses? Yeah, and like would crack up and put it on Vine. <laughs> and like when I think about that now, I'm just like, oh my God, that's yeah. like violence. <laughs> that's like violence. It's crazy. That's true. <laughs> oh my God. Man. Destruction of pro it's it's bad. The like- Property. The, the sunrise walk home- is something I will always cherish as like fucked as that was like just getting home and just like ending up back in your bed before you're going to feel like shit the whole next yeah, day. Yeah. When you're like still, such, when you're still drunk walking home. Yeah, you're like this terrible cowboy. Like oh, just. <laughs> God, I hate that walk of shame. So gnarly. I have not done, I've, well, I've done different walks of shame. Like when I'm going to the bodega for like my second pint of ice cream in a day. <laughs> yeah. But I do not miss those. Those are tough. Those are bad. Oh, I don't miss those at all. And everyone knows. Like when I see someone wearing the same, like you can just tell that someone's doing a walk of shame. Right. Sorry, but yeah. you can. You can. Like everyone knows. One it, time. It's true. If you feel like everyone knows during your walk of shame, it's they because they do. <laughs> like straight up. Yeah. It's like written all over you. Yeah. Your posture. Uh-huh. The Dude. look in your eye. Yeah. Damn. Mile away. Yeah. Everyone knows what you did. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, did you want to add anything? Oh, um, no, nah, just good luck. Keep trying. Yeah. If you're, if you're trying, keep trying. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it's just a new version of life. Yeah. It has its ups and downs compared to your old life, but. You're, what, you're better equipped to deal with it. Yeah. I get, or your tolerance gets higher for, or wait, lower for sobriety? L higher for sobriety. Higher for sobriety, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it becomes automatic and it's not about the drinking anymore, even though like I still think about it every day. I, I haven't you know? thought about it in a while. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is insane to me. To, it, to me, it's just like a thought that comes and I can easily dismiss it because mm -hmm. it's just not an option. But yeah. Um, but I, just, I, yeah. I like, 
I if when I do get a craving, like or if I like think I'm on I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I mean I could, you mm-hmm. know. It's just uh why what would I get out of this? Exactly. You know where it goes. Yeah. 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 And it's but like it is cool being able to be like a different version of yourself for whatever period of sobriety. Life, life becomes way more clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is really scary at first. It's like um, opening a window, like after staying like in a, your dark bedroom for yeah. like years. And then someone finally opens a window. It's just like super bright. Right. And you're adjusting to the way life has has always been around you but you've just been like in this dark room yeah. avoiding it that's so. that reminds me of something my friend oh yeah shout out samantha Pease who helped plant the seeds of sobriety in my head but Thank she, you, samantha. she said something like um it's it's like the feeling of like a noise always going <laughs> i'm already fucking it up it's like a noise in your head that's always ringing and then when you stop, the noise goes away. It's a, it's a noise you don't notice until it goes away. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. thought that was like... That's good. good That's it. good stuff. I'm like shivering because it's fucking I'm cold. cold. Let's <laughs> let's end this and put the space heaters back on. <laughs> Vasilis, thank you so much yeah, for being no a guest. I look forward to you editing this podcast. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being on my team. No problem. Okay. And listeners, write to me, help at alanonymous.com. I will try my best to answer, but I deal with depression too. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Ciao.